this week after <laughs> oh my god after the week one fantasy football playoffs some really really not fun uh results for me personally i don't know about the rest of you guys but we're gonna get into it here on this episode uh it's the christmas episode and we'll have a little bit of christmas themed content but for the most part we will be brooding in sadness because uh personally i've got one team left in the running for a championship and uh, I'm feeling a little scared because I made a lot of in-season trades for guys like Nick Chubb, Amari Cooper, Devontae Adams. And they let a lot of people down this week. So not looking forward to potentially losing uh, my semifinal matchup. But we are going to get started, as always, with a quick little recap of the past week. Before we get into these last games, if you are still in it, stay active on your waiver wire. I'm going to throw some guys out here throughout the episode that I think will be good pickups for you. But you're on your own. The pool is getting smaller and smaller by the week, and now it's it's uh, we've done the work, right? We've got to sit back and let the teams ride it out, with the exception of obviously trying to grab a couple guys here and there on waivers. So let's get into uh, a quick recap. Let's tackle the game makers and the game breakers from last week. For our game makers, I want to say congratulations to everyone that had these guys on your team. If you didn't already have a first round bye, having these guys on your team probably led you to a championship uh, or semifinal round, at least get you through the first round. So if you had Josh Allen, 44 fantasy points, Kirk Cousins, 42 fantasy points in that game. Oh my God. That game, the Colts and, and Minnesota Vikings game was absolutely insane. If you didn't watch it, go back and watch some highlights. They were down like 33-0, to zero, I think, going into the half, or 33-8, to eight, something like that, 33-7. to seven. And, uh, man, the Vikings came back to win that game. And Kirk Cousins, K.J. Osborne, I'll talk about him and J.J. here in a little bit, all had monster, monster games. Cousins finished with 42 fantasy points. Uh, you got Patty Mahomes, 37 points. Jalen Hurts, 37. Also... They're saying he's dealing with a shoulder injury, but today is Tuesday, December 20th. He threw the ball uh, for every single rep at practice today, so not sure how injured he really is. I know a lot of people are probably freaking out a little bit when that news came out, but now looking into the rest of the week, it seems like Jalen Hurts is going to be okay to play this week. Trevor Lawrence had himself a day, as did some of the players on his team, which we'll talk about here in a second, but Joe Burrow also had a day, 34 points, 36 for Trevor Lawrence. I didn't say that, by the way. Uh, running back Jarek McKinnon, 30 points. He is uh, right now poised to be in a league winner if you would, he's put up uh, some crazy points these last three weeks, and I think 30 points is just the the icing on the cake for anyone who was able to grab him. Uh, Isaiah Pacheco rosterers cry in disbelief. 
Dalvin Cook, 25 points. Old man Cook finally figured it out. He also feasted in that uh, very, very crazy game. Uh, Derrick Henry, 24 fantasy points. Ramondre Stevenson wildly puts up 170-something yards coming off of an ankle injury. They said he may not play. Comes out and puts up an, an just absolutely monster game. Very Josh Jacobs-esque of him. You got CMC with 23 fantasy points, David Montgomery, 23 fantasy points, Latavius Murray, 21, uh, and Saquon Barkley, 21. Man, Latavius Murray's feasting in Denver with no one else healthy right now, and no one else in the backfield is going to be there long term. So really excited to see Javante Williams next year, hopefully, come back to his full self and be able to uh, to help that offense put a couple more points on the board week to week. Wide receiver, you had Zay Jones leading the pack with 35 fantasy points. Man, these top two guys, Zay Jones, KJ Osborne, uh, there are odds they may be out there on your waiver wire. So if you feel like you need to flex them or throw in, they both have potential here. I think KJ Osborne, I identified him at the start of the season. I had him in a bunch of leagues and ended up dropping him in a ton of leagues. Uh, he really hasn't served any purpose to a fantasy roster up until this point, but watching him play the other night, guy's got a lot of talent. So for dynasty leagues, anywhere where KJ Osborne's floating around, best ball leagues, might as well grab him, throw him on your roster. He had 32 fantasy points this week, so that's definitely a number to consider. Two more points in his, his buddy on the other side of the line. Uh, Justin Jefferson on the other side of the line of offensive lineman at the line of scrimmage. JJ with 30 points. Uh, he, dealing with a couple injuries, got hit in some weird ways in this game, so keep an eye on him if you are a JJ roster. KJ Osborne is an incredible replacement if you can go snag him off the waiver wire. AJ Brown, 27 fantasy points. Always great to see. One, uh, truly, I believe, a top five wide receiver in the NFL currently up there with the boys leading uh, this pack of semi-veterans. Russell Gage, 26 points, man. Noah Brown, 23 points. I recently dropped him in a best ball league. Feeling hurt about that? Chris Godwin, 22 fantasy points. Tyree Kill, 22. Jahan Dotson, 21. And Jalen Waddle, 20. Uh, this week, I played someone who had Chris Godwin and Jalen Waddle. And he beat me because he also had Joe Burrow and Justin Fields, who put up a combined like 70-something points. I had two guys we'll talk about later in this episode in the uh, Game Breakers category. Tight end, you got George Kittle leading the way, 25 fantasy points. We had Jahan Dotson. Jahan Dotson, just kidding. Jawan Johnson, Jahan Dotson's uh, her brother, 23 fantasy points. Man, he continues to be a threat. If you've got him, you kind of have to play him at this point, especially if he can put up this many points in a game. At, at one time, it's pretty incredible to see. Uh, Dawson Knox finally making a showing here in the top five, 22 fantasy points. Travis Kelsey, 21. CJ Uzama stealing all my uh, Tyler Conklin passes with 18 fantasy points and Noah Fant with 14. And if you had a defense last week, if you had the Colts defense, even though they gave up 30-something points in the second half, you would have had 24 points because they, they had a defensive score and a couple of interceptions. And then the New York Giants, Browns, uh, 21 and 17 points. So having a good defense week to week does matter. It can be the difference between five fantasy points and uh, and 24 fantasy points. Could be like having a, a flex that you didn't even play versus starting someone like Chris Godwin. So I'll drop some solid defenses for the upcoming week at the end of this episode if you stay tuned. Let's move on to the Game Breakers. Oh, my God. I hate you. All right, so we've got our game breakers. These are guys, uh, and a couple of these I've got a personal vendetta against now uh, that if you had them on your roster and you were playing this week, it could have been the reason why you lost. So we're going to call them out here on the show, and we're going to make them feel bad for that, all right? Quarterback, Ryan Tannehill, 12 fantasy points. <laughs> Justin Herbert, 11. Daniel Jones, 10. 
Uh, even guys like Jared Goff, 16, Deshaun Watson, 15. I mean, no good from from those guys whenever you've got guys like Joe Burrow putting up consistently 30 to 35 points every week. That will make or break your season. Uh, I trusted Herbert in a ton of leagues, and it did never, never panned out for me. Not this year. Running back, Josh Jacobs, 12. Kenneth Walker, 12. Travis Etienne, 12. Leonard Fournette, 11. I mean, Mixon, 10. Singletary, 10. Nick Chubb, 10. Pacheco, 8. Antonio Gibson, 4. Jamal Williams, 3. That one just, that one really killed me in a league. Uh, you got Bam Knight for the Jets, too. Jonathan Taylor out for the rest of the season. Sorry if you had him on your roster. Miles Sanders, one. Deontay Foreman, one of the only backs to have negative fantasy points this week. I mean, it was just not a good showing from the from these uh, some of these core running backs, right? Like, we, we needed stuff from guys like Josh Jacobs. If you grabbed him and were able to get into the playoffs and you needed him this week, you were out of luck. Wide receivers, not much prettier. You got guys like Mike Williams, 11 fantasy points. Stephon Diggs, 11 fantasy points. Amari Cooper, 10. Christian Watson, 9. Chris Olave, 8. Devontae Adams, 7. Marquise Brown, 6. Brandon Ayuk, 4. Alan Lazard, 2. Ugh, gross. Tight end, Mark Andrews, 6. David Njoku, 6. TJ Hawkinson, 8. Oh, my God, this is just... It's so bad. Dalton Schultz, four, and Greg Dulcich, who killed me personally. Tyler Conklin, who killed me personally, both with two points. It was a rough week all around, and uh, we're going to take a moment here on the podcast to remember the teams that have fallen this last week in the first round of the fantasy playoffs. In our life, there will be times of weakness. There will be times of hardship. And there will be times of defeat. The true test of a competitor is not whether or not he loses, but whether or not he gets back up. He gets back up to fight again. And we will fight again. We may have lost this one, my fantasy friends. But we'll be better for it in the end. We'll learn from it. We'll come back stronger. We'll figure out what we did wrong. How the world we don't screw it up this effing bad. It's true. I am proud of you. I'm proud of all of us. We did it. We made it to the end of the season. Uh, and some of us are still in it. So let's talk for those people that are. Let's talk about this week, the best matchups. We're going to start with the quarterback strength of schedule. At the top of the list, you got the Green Bay Packers. Man, not feeling super confident about that one. Uh, you got the New York Jets. Man, not feeling super confident about that one up against the Jacksonville Jaguars. You got the Houston Texans. Uh, 
feeling super confident about that one. You got the Bears playing the Buffalo Bills. That might actually be a pretty good matchup this week. Uh, Sam Darnold against the Detroit Lions, a really solid potential pickup for anybody looking for a quarterback uh, to start. That is the 32-ranked defense in the league. Uh, San Francisco 49ers have a pretty decent matchup against the Washington uh, Commanders. I almost dead-named Washington just then, and that would have been terrible. Washington Commanders uh, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers have a pretty decent matchup against the Arizona Cardinals as well. So Tom Brady, Brock Purdy, Sam Darnold, there's a lot of streamable quarterbacks this week from a strength of schedule standpoint. Looking at running backs, you got the Colts who have the best matchup or one of the best of the, uh, the next two weeks. But on this week, in and of itself, you've got the Tennessee Titans who are playing the Houston Texans. Derrick Henry is going to be an incredible start there. Kansas City Chiefs, uh, Jarek McKinnon probably in for a really big workload as well against Seattle. He has been absolutely monstrous, like I mentioned earlier, 30 points, 30 plus points last week. So looking for another really solid uh, showing from him against the Seattle Seahawks defense that currently ranks 31st against the run. And then you've got also on this list here the Los Angeles Rams and the Bucks. Both have reasonable uh, – well, actually, the Rams don't. They play the, the Denver Broncos this week. But the Bucks are playing Arizona. The Saints are playing Cleveland. Both of those really good matchups for the running backs on those teams. Uh, you know, if you're having to decide between Rashad White and Leonard Fournette, I'm going to lean Leonard for this upcoming matchup, but I'm not – you know, that's kind of a toss-up in the air. Um, you're hoping maybe you get a little bit more of a showing from Kamara against the Cleveland defense. That's 30th against the run. The Jets have a pretty decent matchup against Jacksonville this week, and then the next week they also have a really good matchup against Seattle. So uh, maybe we see something better from Zach Wilson against these terrible defenses, but it's really kind of it's kind of up in the air still. He has not played anywhere near as well as like guys like Mike White have played, especially this season. So Pittsburgh Steelers uh, playing the Las Vegas Raiders, 29th against the run. Notable pickups from this list that I want to call out. These are the free agent presents, if you will, for the Christmas-themed episode. Zach Moss, Dion Jackson for the Colts. Uh, both those guys, you know, Zach Moss above Dion, but I'm sure he's probably rostered in more leagues than Dion is. Jarek McKinnon, if he's out there. Cam Akers, if he's out there, probably not. Michael Carter, if he's out there, if you need someone, it's not as not as strong of a start. Jalen Warren, pretty reasonably strong start if you need him as well. The running back for the Steelers. They're playing Las Vegas, like I just said. And then Jordan Mason for San Francisco. If something happens to Christian McCaffrey in this postseason, Mason runs like Ramondre does, like Derrick Henry does. He's a downhill runner. He's he's bruising. He's fun to watch. If you haven't watched a San Francisco game, you're only going to catch him for a couple handfuls of plays, but he does a lot whenever he does get the opportunity. So someone to keep in mind maybe as a stash on your roster. Wide receivers. The uh, the teams here are not very pretty either in terms of who has the best matchups. Bears leading the pack for the next three weeks entirely for their wide receiver core, which is they're completely abysmal. Uh, but the Texans have a really solid matchup for wide receivers against the Titans, and yet they don't necessarily have all of their guys healthy nor a quarterback to throw to them. So the Ravens have a decent matchup against Atlanta. Most of those guys are also injured or not relevant with Lamar not playing. Arizona, Cardinals, Kyler's out. So a lot of those wide receivers just lost a lot of value, but they'll be playing Tampa Bay. The Raiders play Pittsburgh, so you're hoping you're going to see something maybe from Matt Collins and Devontae Adams. Carolina plays Detroit, like I said. Terrace Marshall, DJ Moore, like those are guys that I'm maybe looking to start this week if I'm having to pivot off of someone from one of the other uh, one of the other matchups. Some notable names here to possibly pick up if you need someone. Byron Pringle for the Bears is the one receiver that has scored in the last two out of the three games. 
this right receiver core is super banged up. So, you know, he's the only wide receiver to play 90 plus percent of snaps since Mooney was out for the for the season a couple weeks ago. And uh, I think he's probably your best bet if you wanted to try to capitalize on that offense scoring a lot of points this week. Noah Brown, also another player to, to keep an eye on. He had a really solid showing this week, and I just dropped him in a Superflex Dynasty League, and I'm hitting myself in the head for it. Dropped him to pick up, I think, Khalif Raymond. So going great, going great. Uh, Chris Moore and Elijah Moore, both those guys still on the radar. I've mentioned them a couple times. Romeo Dubs is back in Green Bay. He had like 11 fantasy points, but um, could continue to maybe be the catalyst that this offense needs to start performing well. I think they're already out of playoffs, but you know, you're know you going to hopefully see maybe a chance for this rookie to show out a little bit more. DJ Moore, probably not available. Terrace Marshall, probably not available. If you want to throw Russell Gage out there and start him, be my guest. That would not be me. Rashid Shaheed, however, for New Orleans, is possibly a great pickup. He's played uh, a really high percentage of snaps. He's gotten a lot of deep targets. Could be a nice stash in a dynasty league if you're looking for someone to add as well. We already talked a little bit about defenses. They can win you matchups. Let's talk about a few of the ones that have really solid matchups this upcoming week. You got the Chargers, who have the first easiest matchup. Broncos, Titans, Rams, and Browns all have uh, really solid fantasy matchups as well uh, in terms of being a, a defense. I don't think a lot of those are going to be available. The Rams might be. Uh, but then, you know, 49ers and Bucks probably not available. Those are the, the top matchups this week, though. Chargers, Broncos, Titans, Rams, Browns, Bills, 49ers. Kickers. Uh, these guys, you got Graham Gano, who's got the best matchup for a kicker this week. Uh, you got the Los Angeles Rams kicker, Matt Gay, then Jake Elliott, Nick Folk, Greg Joseph, and Chase McLaughlin, which he is Chase McLaughlin for the uh, Indianapolis Colts has got the ninth easiest matchup for a kicker this week, but he's also been one of the top, uh, I think, six scoring kickers on the on the year and has had some really, really big boom weeks. So keep an eye on him if you need someone to throw out there with a 20-point ceiling. He would, he would be my pickup for sure. All right, guys, that is going to wrap up the episode. I'm uh, I'm kind of exhausted. It's been a wild week going up and down with these fantasy teams. I've got one more team that's in it, and uh, I'm I'm kind of banking on my ability to take down my, my opponent in this Superflex Dynasty Best Ball League. I'll read you my roster, and I'll let you guys tell me if you think that uh, I will be able to win. I got Jalen Hurts, okay? Got him at the top. I got Miles Sanders. Ugh, not great. Raheem Mostert, Deontay Foreman, Nick Chubb, Justin Jackson, CEH, Jamichael Hasty. So not the best group of running backs, uh, especially with Damian Pierce being out for the rest of the season. My wide receivers, though, I've got Mike Evans, Jalen Waddell, Drake London. I've also got Jamal. Oh, nope. I've got Amari Cooper, Devontae Adams, Nelson Aguilar, Josh Reynolds, Khalif Raymond, Mac Hollins, Devin Duvernay, KJ Osborne, Diami Brown, John Mechie, and Rashid Shahid. Um, and then for tight end, I'm kind of struggling in this team is with this team as well. I don't have really a, a super rosterable tight end. I've got a nice little mix of some boomer bust tight ends, CJ Ozama, Mike Asiki, Jordan Akins, and Jawan Johnson. Quarterback is another weak spot for me. I mentioned Hurts, but then I've got Tannehill and Malik Willis backing up Hurts. Um, this is a super flex league, and those are the only quarterbacks that I currently have on my roster. So I'm going to have to figure out something, some other way to get a quarterback out there. But um, 
that is going to be it for the show this week. Best of luck to everyone in their Week 16 fantasy matchups. We'll have another episode to round out the season next week before your fantasy championships. Follow the show on socials. We will go dark for a few months here in the offseason, but of course this will be kicking into gear next year. It means a lot to me if people go out of their way to let me know that they enjoy the show, that they listen to it. So if you do, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts, leave a review on Spotify, um, let me know you like the show. You know your review could uh, could very much so be the reason why I do or don't do it again next year. Just kidding. I'm going to do it again because I freaking love doing it and I'm addicted to fantasy football, which is partially why this loss hurts so bad this week. Have a great week, everyone. We'll catch you next week on Straight Aways. Good luck in your fantasy matchups. Bye.